Entrepreneur on Fire 900. You're not allowed to dream up a dream that you can't fulfill. And so I would suggest you just trust your heart and go for it. John Lee Dumas and the WebinarCourse.com have arrived. Create amazing webinars in 10 days and ignite. Hiring? With ZipRecruiter, you can post to 50-plus job sites, including social networks like LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter, all with a single click. Post a free job at ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Looking for a website host that provides 24-7 live support, one-click WordPress installs, and an easy website builder? Visit HostCater.com slash fire and the number 30 for a 30% discount today. Entrepreneurs, near and far, John Lee Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Jack Canfield. Jack, are you prepared to ignite? Absolutely. Yes. Jack is known as America's number one success coach, is a best-selling author, professional speaker, trainer, and entrepreneur. He is the founder and chairman of the Canfield Training Group, which trains entrepreneurs, educators, corporate leaders, sales professionals, and motivated individuals in how to expand their vision and accelerate the achievement of their personal and professional goals. Jack, I've given Fire Nation just a little insight. So share more about you personally and expound upon your biz. Well, I've been doing this for almost 50 years. I started out when I was in my 20s. I'm 70 right now. And I've trained over a million people in live seminars. I've been in 47 countries running seminars. Been doing a lot of work in the Gulf lately in places like Oman, Bahrain, Kuwait, uh, Qatar, the United Arab Emirates, Iran. So it's really been fun for me. I think the thing that's most uh, present for me right now is I just finished the 10th anniversary edition of the Success Principles, a book I wrote in 2005. It's all totally updated with all new stories of people who read the first book who went on to have amazing success. And we're now in the process of training a million trainers. We have a ridiculous goal, John, to train a million trainers to do this work by the year 2030. We've trained 500. Now we're training trainers of trainers and creating uh, regional uh, you know, coordinators and country coordinators. And I just finished a book that's coming out in August called The 30-Day Sobriety Solution, How to Cut Back or Quit Drinking in the Privacy of Your Own Home. So I plan to keep going until I can't breathe. So I'm having a lot of fun. (laughs) Well, we will be the beneficiaries of that, Jack, no doubt. And just to kind of quick side note, I'd love to maybe hear why you've had some recent focus on the Middle East, you know, specifically... I spent some time in the Middle East in the military. I currently have two virtual assistants, one in Dubai, and then one actually up in Pakistan, so Southeast Asia. But in that area, I'd love to hear maybe why that's your focus. Well, I always wanted to go to Dubai. It just seemed like a cool city, and I love Sheikh Makdoum. He's a really cool leader. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I went over there, and then when I went there, people from all the other countries came to see me speak. And so I got invited to all these places. And I think it's really important, most most important, all these oil-rich countries have people that are getting free education, free housing, free uh, medical care. So they're not very motivated. So the, the country leaders have become really clear that they need to find out a way to motivate an entrepreneurial spirit rather than letting all the Indians and Americans and Europeans come in and take over everything and run all the businesses. So it's a very exciting time over there, very scary obviously because of ISIS and that stuff that's going on. But basically, it's a very uh, vibrant place. And I think there's so much oil money over there that they've created uh, cities that work uh, at a high, high level. Like I was just in Qatar 
here in Doha, and um, they're they're really creating a city that's a destination for sporting events. When I was there, there was a, a tennis tournament going on. I actually ran next to Rafael Nadal in the gym, uh, and then I, there was a, a handball competition. They're looking to have the 2020 World Cup there. I mean, it's very exciting. It is, and there's actually a recent book, uh, not that recent, but fairly recent, called Anti-Fragile. And what I really loved about that book is it talks about how when you struggle, especially at a younger age in life, that makes you so resilient, so quote-unquote anti-fragile. And that's really what I'm seeing when I was spent a lot of time over there in the Middle East, is you are really looking at a generation of people that are anti-fragile. And it's really exciting what they could do if steered in the right direction. So Jack, thank you for what you're doing on that. I mean, that's really important stuff, no doubt. And I want to take the time that we have left together today to focus on your journey. Because Jack, you mentioned you've been at this for twenty uh, for 50 years, since you were 20. And you're not stopping or slowing down anytime soon, which is exciting. But as you know, as I know, as Fire Nation knows, the entrepreneur's life is a roller coaster. And I want you to take us to one of those dips, you know, maybe what you would consider your worst entrepreneurial moment. Can you take us to that story and tell us that? Well, I think, you know, there's many, but the worst one ever was we, uh, I, I do trainings and we did these guest events for the general public. And we scheduled one unknowingly the Tuesday before Thanksgiving, not realizing nobody would come because it was like two days before <laughs> Thanksgiving. They're all traveling to go somewhere. So we did all these mailings, and, and uh, this was before the Internet was really popular. But we did mailings. We did radio interviews. I think six people showed up. Whoa. And so I said to my staff, look, there's six people here. We're going to give them the best event we can. I think we signed them all up. But we were expecting like 500 people to show up, and it was like, whoa. And the other worst one was we did a bulk mailing when when mailing was the thing, now it's all email and on the internet. But we did this bulk mailing and we folded the paper in the wrong way so that the, the machine that would take these through the post office was eating them. And so <laughs> we... We had this stamp in the wrong side, you know. And so basically, uh, we now give very careful instructions to printers. I always say, inspect what you expect. We didn't do that. Um, so we lost several thousand dollars. And, you know, there are times when you, 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 things are changing, obviously. You know, everything's now moving to internet and broadcasts and things like we're doing here. So it took me a couple years to catch up to that, being an old timer. But, uh, you know, basically, we've, we've done pretty well. But, Every once in a while, you're going to make a big mistake, and you learn from your mistakes, and you move on. Jack, you are right. We're definitely moving into the internet world, and in fact, of course, we're in the middle of it, and we're seeing some incredible opportunities that are coming up every single day, and you mentioned just the disappointment of throwing a massive event, expecting 500 people, having six people show up and say, you know what, I'm still going to buck up and give the best value that I can give. And to kind of equate that to today's world, a lot of people are doing webinars very successfully. You know, we personally at Entrepreneur Fire did 60 live webinars in 2014 alone, something that I really love doing. But there's always that fear when you're holding a webinar. Is anybody going to show up? And I know that stops a lot of people from ever starting. And webinars are just this online forum where you can present, where you can give great value and potentially convert people into products, services, communities, whatever that might be. But a lot of times that fear of nobody showing up stops people right in their tracks. And so, Jack, talk to my listeners real quick You know about that experience that you had when only six people showed up, but you made that resolve to give them the best training that you could give. And this was in person, so it was even more intense. I'm sure you had this kind of big, open, empty, cavernous arena with just these six people expecting 500. Can you talk to my listeners about that? 
Well, yeah, sure. You have to t- you have to take your shot. You can't win if you don't play. And basically, you know, I remember when Chicken Soup for the Soul first came out, which you know we thought our publisher thought we'd sell twenty thousand copies. We told him we'd sell a million in a year and a half, which we did. And um, we did our first book signing, and again, about six people showed up. I think two of them worked for the bookstore, <laughs> so. <laughs> We sold one book, and I was to the janitor of the bookstore. And now when I show up, you know, I just did a workshop in, uh, in, um, in Chennai, India. We had 8,000 people in the audience. I've, I've done uh, dentist conventions where we have 20,000. But, you know, a friend of mine started something called the Pachamama Alliance. It trains people to um, basically live in harmony with the ecology and not, uh, you know, destroy it. And to take some of the indigenous wisdom of places like Ecuador and Peru, some of the shamans and bring it to the north and and uh they this woman uh, lynn twist started with six people in her living room and then it went to 12 people and then they had to get a hotel room and then but this is like in the last 10 years they've gone from six people to they just finished a training in china with a thousand people so literally you have to start and it builds up you know you have to build a reputation you have to build a following you have to build a fan base you build your email list etc and you know so forth on youtube followers and and you're on facebook and linkedin and all that but you got to start and there's this hockey stick curve you know about the you know it's like a plane taking off it doesn't seem like it's going very high and then all of a sudden you're at 35,000 feet <laughs> right and you know I mean I used to carry around my own wireless microphone and plug it into these crappy microphone systems in schools and things like that and now I show up and there's a whole sound team and you know big screens and all that so basically it's, it's a matter of you just have to begin and you have to trust and you have to learn you know feedback is the most important thing and most people are afraid to ask for feedback because they're afraid of what they're going to hear but it's only with feedback that you improve so we you get feedback on all our books the reason chicken soup took off is we had 40 people read every story for every book and give us feedback and the ones that didn't score at a nine point or above on a scale of one to ten we took out including stories i wrote and so it was it's that kind of commitment to discipline and never giving up that gets you where you want to go fire nation you have to show up if you ever want that snowball effect to start if you want to get that momentum show up i love that jack so we're going to shift now and we're going to talk about another story in your journey jack this one's an aha moment an epiphany a light bulb that went on at some point for you and of course in 50 years you've had countless of these stories but which one really stands out to you right now when you know our listeners, entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs, which story can you tell us? Can you take us to that moment that you think will really have an impact on Fire Nation? Well, I'll tell you too, and they're based on they're both based on Chicken Soup for the Soul, which has sold over five hundred million books, where a half a billion books sold. Started in nineteen ninety three. And when we wrote our first book, we got absolutely, you know, hundred and forty four publishers rejected our first book. It took us eighteen months to get a publisher. So again, this idea of not giving up. But the inspiration that came for that is I started getting people coming up to me when I was doing workshops saying, Is that story in a book anywhere? That's my daughter needs to read that. My staff needs to hear that, etc. And so literally all of a sudden I'm coming home on a plane I said how many stories do I know so I started writing them down it was about 70 stories I'll write two a week and then within a year I'll have a book and so lots of rejection and uh, you know now we're in 47 languages I said half a billion sold 300 billion 300 million rather sold in China but the on, on the same token about 20 years into it I got tired of it I woke up one morning and stories that should inspire me were no longer inspiring me 
And I said, you know, I've got to move on. And that's a really tough thing for people. It's like, what, it's hard to give up what's been working. I mean, it was working really well. I was making $6 million a year just off the um, royalties of the books, plus all the speaking that came with it. And all of a sudden, I said, I'm just not happy doing this anymore. And so you have to leave what you know is working, kind of jump off the cliff. And as uh, some people say, you got to build your wings on the way down. <laughs> and what happens is that I started to write the, the success principles. I was in bed one morning with my son, who was uh, six at the time, and I was typing on my laptop. And I decided, I'm going to write down every principle I know about success. And with 114 things that I had used, principles I was operating on. Of course, that was way too many for a book, so we had to scale it down. Someday I'm going to publish the lost principles, kind of like the, <laughs> um, the scene gospels or something. Or Dead Sea Scrolls, yeah, God. Exactly. And uh, so, you know, it took me a year and a half to write that book. And it's kind of my magnus opus. Now I've revised it, you know, in this 10th anniversary edition. But I really wanted to write a book that if I, the goal was if you could read just one book, only one your whole life, I could put enough in there that you would be guaranteed success in whatever you tried to do. Now, you'd have to study things like internet marketing and so forth. But the psychological side of success and the action side of success, you would know. So, you know, it it worked out. That book sold about a million copies in its first edition. And now we were number 35 in all books, you know, sold, ranked, ordered last week. And um, it's on a roll now when talking to people like you and so forth. So you have to be willing to follow your heart and you also have to be willing to follow feedback because sometimes your heart can be a little ahead of the curve. And uh, so you have to make sure you're in sync with your marketplace. But those are two stories of times when I just followed my inner guidance and it turned out really, really well. Jack, twice now you've said follow feedback. So I want to pull that out and really highlight it for our listeners, Fire Nation, because it's so important. You just said it perfectly that sometimes we're scared to hear what what we're going to hear when we ask for that feedback, for that constructive criticism, so we never ask. And that's a massive lost opportunity. So can you speak to that for a second? Sure. Feedback is critical. A lot of people, we talked earlier about people afraid to take action, like start a webinar. But once you take action, you're going to get feedback. Sometimes it's internal called that sucked. I don't feel good. I got a headache, you know, whatever. And there's external feedback called people don't come to your website. People don't buy your products. Uh, people return everything and say it wasn't what I expected. So you have to listen. Uh, a friend of mine, Roger Hamilton, who started Excel over in Singapore, uh, was doing really, really well. And all of a sudden, people, his whole training company dried up. No one was coming. So he called up everyone and said, why aren't you coming? First he said, are you still taking seminars? They said, yes. He said, why aren't you coming to mine? He said, we've done everything you did. You, you, you need to take it to a higher level. You know, we know the basics. We want to know how to apply it to the shoe business, how to apply it to internet marketing business, how to apply it to selling eyeglasses, whatever. And we want, it, we want it delivered when we want it, not when you want to do it. We don't want to have to fly to Singapore. Put it online. Let us access it when we want it. So he did all that. Spent about six months taking everything and modularizing it. And now his business is soaring and it's pretty much passive because he doesn't have to do much because <laughs> it's all online. Otherwise, he could still have empty training rooms. You know, I always tell people, think about it in terms of your relationships. If my wife's not happy and I don't ask her for feedback, her mother knows what's wrong with our relationship or the ladies at the nail salon knows what's wrong with our relationship. <laughs> her sister knows. I'm the only one who doesn't know. So we have a rule in my family on the weekend, either Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, we ask each other on a scale of one to 10, how would you rate our relationship? Anything less than a 10 gets a follow-up question. What would it take to make it a 10? And so we're constantly working to make it a 10. We do the same with our clients. On a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate this webinar? How would you rate this 
public seminar. How would you rate this book? And anything less than a 10, get a follow-up. What would it take to make it a 10? Most people, you know, and here's the thing about feedback. A lot of people give up when they get negative feedback. Some people get mad at the feedback. Some people ignore the feedback. But what the only, only response I teach people in my seminars is, thank you for caring enough to share that with me. Because without feedback, you cannot get better. And so feedback is the breakfast of champions, as Ken um, Blanchard likes to say, who wrote The One Minute Manager. Thank you for caring enough to share that with me. Love that phrase, Fire Nation. Start utilizing that, you know, and, and don't just go off into the depths when you get one piece of feedback. You know, it's when you get multiple pieces of feedback that might be criticizing one specific part of your business, then you sit up and take notice and see how you can improve. And Jack, your mind, I mean, over these past 50 years, there's just such a treasure trove in there. So I want to take the next five questions. I call them the one-minute mindset questions. These are five mm-hmm. insights into your mind, my friends. Take about a minute-ish each to answer these questions. And number one being, ideally, what do the first 60 minutes of your day look like? Well, I get up out of bed and I go to the bathroom and then I come back and I meditate for about 20 minutes and I visualize at the end of the meditation, I visualize each of my 21 goals. I set three goals in seven areas of my life every year, um, financial, job and career, fun and recreation, health and fitness, uh, personal, what I call like what possessions do I want to get, what spiritual growth do I want to get, contribution and so forth. And so basically, I visualize each of those goals as complete for you know maybe 30 seconds, something like that, as I'm coming out of meditation. Because you're in the alpha brainwave state, which means your subconscious is very programmable. And I have an affirmation for each goal as well. I say that, then I visualize it. Then I do about a seven-minute gratitude exercise where I just write about all the things I'm grateful for. My goal is to get myself to where I feel like I'm almost going to cry because I'm so grateful. And then I exercise. I do 20 to 30 minutes of aerobics and weightlifting. Then I make a blender drink with more ingredients than you'll ever want to know. I take about 51 (laughs) supplements. Everyone says I look about 20 years younger than I am. Then I take a shower and I get to work. So that's my morning uh, ritual. Love it. What's your biggest weakness, Jack, as an entrepreneur? I'd say several. A tendency toward perfectionism, which takes up too much time. Good enough is good enough. I'd like to teach people and myself micromanaging some of my staff to the point where they say, leave me alone. And so (laughs) it's that perfectionistic thing. And I don't sometimes forget to trust them. I don't delegate enough. And uh, I would say just too much attention to detail, the same thing about perfectionism. So I'm learning to delegate more, trust more, and um, not have to take everything to where, you know, the person that's the number one expert in the world would say it's good enough. Because I'm not writing for the experts. I'm writing for the general public. Good enough is good enough, Fire Nation. What's your biggest strength? I'd say my biggest strength is my willingness to act on my ideas. And uh, if I get an idea, I act on it. And I act on it really quickly because I think there's a vortex of energy that supports something when the first idea comes in. And when you, the longer you wait, the less that's there. I would say soliciting and responding to feedback, which we just talked about. Hiring smarter people than me. Uh, a lot of times, I think in the beginning, I was afraid to do that. I'm willing to invest money in projects, which, you know, 10 years ago, I was very scared to lose money. Now, I'm not so much. And also, I would say profit sharing with my employees so that I have um, loyal, dedicated people who don't leave me. Jack, you have a lot of great habits, but what's one habit that you wish you had? 
Well, I wish I had the habit of planning and taking off two months of the year, just literally going like to Hawaii or going on a safari and just traveling around Africa for two months or whatever. I just, um, I'd like to just disappear off the face of the earth in the sense of nobody can get to me, no emails, no texts, no phones. And, uh, you know, we take a couple, two week vacations, but I really like to just disappear. I, I know some entrepreneurs who do that and they come back so much more creative and, and so much more rested. And it also allows their staff to become more empowered without, you know, kind of needing to turn to them every second for a solution or a decision. What's one thing, Jack, of all these things that you're fired up about that has you most fired up? Well, I uttered in my new book, which I'm really excited to get out there, I'd say it's this idea of training one million trainers. We just finished a train the trainer home study course where you can learn to teach the success principles. And we now have uh, about 5,000 people lined up. We're releasing it on March 1st and uh, launching it. And we've got about 5,000 people who claim they're going to buy it. So I'm excited about that. And, you know, reaching people in Sudan and Somalia and South Africa and the Congo and places that will never afford to come to the United States, people in Iran who can't get visas because supposedly they're our enemy. And so taking these things, which we've been doing live for years, now putting them online, they're downloadable. It's a great profit level because there's no expense really other than customer service and we'll do webinars to support them. So I'm really excited about that. I, you know, Imagine one million people training this. We could literally reach the entire world in about 10 years. Truly. One thing I talk about all the time on Entrepreneur on Fire is the ripple effect. Like the mm -hmm. emails that I love the most, Jack, don't come from people that are inspired by Entrepreneur on Fire. I mean, I love those emails, but they come from people who say, John, I was inspired by Entrepreneur on Fire. I did something. And now look at this email that I received from somebody that I inspired to take action. And that ripple effect, Fire Nation, that's huge. And Jack, training 1 million trainers. I mean, the ripple effect that's going to have truly is going to reach the corners of the earth. So congratulations. Well, thank you. I'll tell you, let me just tell you a quick story. I, I had a um, kid call me or email me about a month ago. He said, my mother bought your book, The Success Principle. She never buys books. And so I wanted to see why she bought a book. And I stayed up and I read it for two days. And he said, I was getting F's in school. I was cutting all my classes. I was smoking dope. I was drinking alcohol. I was getting into trouble. I read your book. Now I'm going to all my classes. I'm getting A's and B's. I've stopped, you know, hanging out with the bad kids. And, you know, you realize I wasn't even targeting 15-year-olds when I read the book. So like you're saying, this ripple effect is very exciting. Oh, it gives me, it really gives me shivers. And Jack, we're about to enter the lightning round. But before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. It's one thing to get prospects to your website, but it's quite another to give them great user experience and engage them so they'll stick around. You might find yourself wondering how it all works, ranking in organic search results, designing your site so that it represents your brand, which theme is the best, how do I optimize my site so I'm not missing out on turning my prospects into leads. Good news, you don't have to spend hours of your own time searching 10 different places for answers to these questions and resources that can help, because when you host with HostGator, they offer all of this in one place. Everything from 24-7 live support to one-click WordPress installs, an easy-to-use website builder, or a design professional you can hire to do the work for you, plus marketing services. Yes, all in one place. Visit HostGator.com slash Fire30 for a 30% discount today. That's HostGator.com slash Fire in the number 30. 
Fire Nation, are you hiring? Do you know where to post your job to find the best candidates? Posting your job in one place isn't enough to find quality candidates. If you want to find the perfect hire, you need to post your job on all the top job sites, and now you can. With ZipRecruiter.com, you can post your job to 50-plus job sites, including social networks like Facebook and Twitter, all with a single click. Find candidates in any industry nationwide. Just post once and watch your qualified candidates roll into ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface. And with ZipRecruiter's premium traffic boost, you can get up to three times more candidates. Quickly screen applicants, rate them, and hire the right person fast. Find out why ZipRecruiter has been used by over 200,000 businesses. Right now, our listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free and get 30% off your first traffic boost by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Jack, welcome to the lightning round where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Sure, let's go. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Too much academic training and thinking. I had a PhD and a three, well, three honorary doctorates and an MA, and I just was way too steeped in, in the academic thinking side and not the doing side. So I, I finally had to just jump in, borrowed 10000 from my mother-in-law and started my company. What's the best advice you've ever received? W. Clement Stone, my first mentor, a friend of Napoleon Hill, they wrote a book together. He said, set a goal so big it will force you to grow and become someone worth becoming. So I set a goal to make $100,000 in one year. It was uh, 12 times more than I was making as a teacher in school at the time. And I pulled it off and it changed my life. What's a personal habit that you do have that contributes to your success? I would say uh, a little phrase that Tony Robbins invented called, can I constant and never-ending improvement? I read, I listen, I, I watch one TED talk every day or a TEDx talk. I read, uh, I used to read a book a day, now I read a book a week because I realized se- seminars and webinars are actually better for me. And so I attend those. I, one year I went to 38 weekend workshops. Do you have an internet resource that you can share with our listeners? Well, for me, the, the biggest resource is, is I'm a TED Talk freak, and so I just go to TED Talks every day, and I recently learned, there's a guy named Matt Weinstein did one, I, he created this game called The Ultimate Thumb Wrestling, and I watched that, and I put it into my group, and I love that, and then Wikipedia, my God, I couldn't live without Wikipedia. <laughs> So, Jack, we're going to be featuring the success principles on our show notes page. And if you could have one book join that on our show notes page, what would it be and why? I would say The One Thing by Gary Keller, the guy that started Keller Williams Real Estate, uh, talks about if you could change one thing in your life that would have the biggest impact on everything else, what would it be? And I read that book and I started thinking about that and I started changing several things. Uh, delegation being the main one, and then hiring an internet technology uh, director for our company, which we didn't have. As I said, mentioned, we were kind of coming into that age now. So uh, the one thing by Gary Keller, short book, real thin. Everybody should read it. It's powerful, and it's going to allow you, Jack, I have no doubt, to train a million trainers. So Mm -hmm. Fire Nation, I know you love audio. So I teamed up with Audible, and if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audio book for free at eofirebook.com. And Jack, this next question's the last of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, 
but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? I would talk to as many people, preferably in person, about what they were trying to accomplish, what would have to happen for them to feel satisfied with their progress in the next few years, and what obstacles, both internal and external, were stopping them. And then I would figure out how to build a business and helping them overcome those obstacles. Mm, love that. And Fire Nation, I just love how it always comes back to dealing with people, to engaging with people, to building relationships with people. And Jack, let's end today the same way we started on fire with you sharing one parting piece of guidance the best way we can connect with you then we'll say goodbye well i think my parting piece of guidance is everyone listening to this you have within you everything you need to do anything you want you may have to learn some new skills you may need to to partner up with some people. You may need to borrow some capital to get started. But if you have a dream, I totally believe this from working with over a million people. If you have a dream, you have everything within you to fulfill that dream. You're not allowed to dream up a dream that you can't fulfill. And so I would suggest you just trust your heart and go for it. And if you want to get a hold of me, go to www.jackcamfield.com or www.thesuccessprinciplesbook.com where you can end up buying the new Success Principles book online through Amazon or Barnes and Noble, but you'll get a whole bunch of free downloads like the first chapter, the two chapters of the book, which you can start reading before you get the book. There's an audio by me. There's a video by me on goal setting, and there's other benefits too from uh, Janet Schweitzer is a friend of mine who helped me with the book on instant cash. We all want instant cash. Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with, and you have been hanging out with Jack Canfield and JLD today, so keep up that heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Jack in the search bar. His show notes page will pop right up with all the links to everything we've been talking about today. Grab his book, The Success the success principles. You can go find out more at the successprinciples.com, jackcanfield.com. It's all right there. And Jack, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, my friends, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks, John. As entrepreneurs, having virtual team members is pretty common. Lucky for us, we've got High Five, an easy-to-use integrated hardware and cloud software solution that allows you to meet face-to-face with your team no matter where they are. No more pricey web conferencing tools or long meeting numbers to remember. Just seamless HD video with you and up to eight participants. What team doesn't want to high-five each other? Go to highfive.com slash fire and request a free 30-day trial today. That's H-I-G-H-F-I-V-E dot com slash fire. Thank you so much for joining me today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head over to eofire.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. Is it time to create and launch your podcast? 15 video tutorials with yours truly await at freepodcastcourse.com. See you there.